as Podlord, I get final say. Is that how this works? Shocker, boys and girls, I don't usually prepare very well. So, Matt, why do you hate Annie? If you need to say I hate you both for making me not be able to binge watch the show, say I love the Disco Spider. <laughs> for the Sugar Sorry, Bear. the bro. Sugar Bear. Oh, so I'll take it. Smarter <laughs> than the average bird. G'day and welcome back. We are the Greendale Human Podcasters. And this week, Brad's delivering a baby. Whose? We don't know. Where did he get it? Great question. All we know is anyone could be the father. My name is Jack. I will be your host. Um, coming to you today from again from Melbourne, home of the Wurundjeri people. I'm joined again this week by my illustrious co-host, Brad. Howdy, and I'm coming to you from... The home of the Yagara, Yugara, and Yugarapool peoples here in Ipswich. And this week we do we have no Matt. He has piked on us because of his uh his work schedule at the moment. Unfortunately, he uh he couldn't make it. But we do have special guest Al from the Produce Stand, fellow Pod Podlord. Welcome, Al. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I'm coming from uh, Turtle Island, home of the Anishinaabek and the Shoshone Métis people. And uh, hopefully I've got them all there. Fantastic. Uh, we acknowledge that elders past, present and emerging. I thought you were going to do that. That's why I didn't have my little line at the end. Fantastic. Thanks, Al. Welcome. Welcome back. Thank you very I much. Say. Great to be back. Yes, thanks. How is, uh, how is everyone going? It's been two weeks since we last recorded. Brad, anything new in your world? Um, Not not strikingly new just when i uh woke up to record this this morning i had the realization it feels like it's been a month since we recorded and i was felt a bit rusty <laughs> what do you mean nothing's new you've had flooding outside your door for two weeks oh i don't don't want to start all grim like yeah no, but you've we, actually we've, got we've news been... <laughs> Yeah, we've we've been subject to flooding here in um, Greater Queensland, and our neighbours to the south, New South Wales, are also going through it pretty pretty epically at the moment. Uh, myself and family, etc., work has all been fine, but where I uh, work in the city, actually part part of the part of the businesses went under, and um, most of Brisbane is also under. So if you if you're interested, go have a look at some um, some of the pictures. It's a bit bit crazy. We we received ninety uh, percent of our annual rain in three days. So um, yeah, and that's just that's just us. And I know further south, they've actually received their annual rain in three days. Mm, it's plus been phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty crazy. But you guys are all safe. We know Matt's all safe, so we'll yeah, throw that out there. Um, but yeah, yeah. that was. Uh, Pretty pretty crazy scenes. We we're coming up in April to come and visit you guys and, and just go on a holiday. Um, and our Airbnb cancelled on us this week. Uh, so, oh no! Yeah, so I think they were affected. I think they own a few different properties, so they offered to move us from one to another, which was really good. But oh, that's all right. Um, but yeah, so the property that we were going to be staying at is, uh, I think, was affected. But uh, yeah, it's, not ideal. It's, um no, it's it's really eerie too. There's um one one uh, nature walk uh, down the road from where I work um, that looks 
looks across the river to the uh, shopping complex on the edge of the river and you're like standing there looking up about 20 meters and you can see the bottom of the car park, that car park went under. Wow. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like where I was standing, I would have been <laughs> very, very not not well <laughs> in the middle of that flood. Um, so, yeah, it was it was quite, quite insane. Um, I take it it's, this isn't a, a, a usual flood zone. Like, is this unusual for the area? Uh, no, it's, it is uh, on a bit of a floodplain. So we had our major floods 11 years ago. So our one, one in a hundred year flood was 11 years ago. Um, and 10 years later, we've had another one in a hundred year floods. Go figure. Um, <laughs> so, and yeah. that's just us further south is, um, in Lismore, they've had their one in a hundred year flood as well, but they also had one five years ago. So, um. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was crazy. It, like it, the whole town just went under. Yeah. It, it's granted these places are in floodplains, but even places that weren't in floodplains have been affected just because of the sheer amount of water um, going down rivers or rivers recreating themselves because um, it's been reasonably wet. There's been no ability for the water to seep into the ground. Um, so all of these rivers have just gone um we've had a very wet yeah. summer here i know i don't know what you, what it's been like for you guys but i think it's been similar enough like our, our yeah, summer it's been, has been really yeah. mild compared to others mm. so yeah see you do have news brad <laughs> for once. Well, there's no shortage of news in the world but yeah well, if you want yes. personal news that's yeah yeah crazy oh how have you been I uh I'd like to congratulate you first off before you get started Thank on you. uh, your hundredth episode came out what will be Friday, um so yeah. it was it was last night as of recording, um so yeah congratulations right, on that with the produce stand. Thank you very much and thank you. You were on. Uh, you were you're part of that celebration last night. It was a lot of fun. Uh, so humbling too to have. I think we had a uh, at least thirty people on a Zoom call, um and um just. It was so much fun. Uh, I think somebody said today is the most fun they've ever had on a Zoom call, considering that's usually for work. Uh, <laughs> we started <laughs> at yeah. 9 p.m. Yeah. Lo- local time, and uh, I logged. I finally logged off around 1.30 a.m. Um, when it was all said and done. It was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, 100 episodes. Who, who? I mean, who would have thunk it? Uh, I, I certainly didn't think it would go this long. So the fact that it has, uh, you know, feel blessed and looking forward to more. Yeah, and like, awesome. yeah, like we said, the the community you guys have built is uh, has been mm-hmm. really cool. Like you said, to get thirty people and just to open it up and say, "Hey, who wants to come on?" Like I know you've got a Patreon and stuff as well, but to get not just thirty people listening, but fully yeah. engaged. You know, right. I don't know what your uh, how many people listen to your podcast every week, but you know, to yeah. get that sort of response from from your core audience is just just awesome to watch. Yeah, it's know, it's them, been but. great. I mean, uh, yeah, and you're one of them, and you've been great from from pretty early on too. I remember seeing your name, so it was great. I remember you wrote one of the best <laughs> Apple uh, reviews <laughs> that we'd ever had. Uh, th- it was really well written. I, f- I remember that episode well because I think I heard, listened to it recently. And Victor, my co-host, even said that uh, your your review was written better than the episode we had just reviewed. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, thank you. I mean, and it's just like 
listeners like like Jack here and and the, the thirty that were on last night. But yeah, th- those are just the the most engaged listeners we have. We also have a bunch that are are passive, but we still lo- we love them too. And uh, again, like this would have been fun if if we had five people listening. The fact that there's that many people listening it just makes it even more fun because we feed off that energy and that feedback and. And it's reciprocated as much as we can. It keeps us going. Like there are many weeks where I'm sure any one of the four of us would be like, oh, do we have to this week? But then we're like, no, Jack's going to be on this week. We got to, <laughs> we got to, you know, we got to bring it or, or, you know, Matt's going to be on or whatever. Right. So it's, um, yeah, it's definitely keeping us going. Yeah, that's it. We actually, uh, there was a really cool moment last night, just, just for Brad, cause I haven't told you this yet. Uh, one of the listeners was like, oh, they were they were talking about and they said how uh how did you find our podcast to to Al yeah. and uh and they're like oh yeah we're listening to a Greendale podcast and and we you know you guys were referenced and so we started listening to you guys I was like yeah yeah I remember that I was like yes. wow that's amazing like to to like we've heard you know people who've gone to on to the how are you now podcast and heard about us because that's another Letter Kenny podcast but for yeah somebody to say oh I heard about you on a community podcast and like. Well, I've only ever been on one community podcast, so that has to be the <laughs> yeah. podcast. That was amazing. That, that, that awesome. was a really cool That's moment. good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's uh, let's move on to the sponsor. Obviously, there is no uh, no Matt, but Al has volunteered to stand in because uh, he's quite familiar with our uh, with our sponsor. But I'll play the clip. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know what? You know, I we know you love Funko Pops, and there are glaring holes in your collection. Uh, did. Did they make figures from your favorite show, but not your favorite character? Your favorite character, but not your favorite outfit? Do you have an original character you'd like to see in the form of a pop? Or a loved one who deserves a unique gift to commemorate an event, interest, or achievement? Uh, The possibilities are nearly endless at DG Pop Customs. Handcrafted, one-of-a-kind, customized Funko Pops, uh, where you you call the shots. Uh, Simply search DG Pop Customs on your favorite social media platform to explore the hundreds of figures Dennis has made uh, or find inspiration of your own. He may be stateside, but he's always on your side when it comes to making your pop dreams come true. And be sure to mention Greendale Human Podcaster so he knows who sent you. Fantastic. That's better than Matt. So Al is now showing <laughs> off by his the way, personal ones. The, these oh, nice. are creations of Dennis Guggen. Uh, amazing. So this is me as a, as a Letterkenny character, and then this is me uh, as a weekend rock star that I am. Or used to be anyway before the fucking pandemic. No, you are. You still nice. <laughs> that's uh, that's awesome. Thank you very much for uh, for stepping in, Matt. You're being replaced. If he listens, <laughs> I don't even know if he's going to listen. He knows we're going to call yeah, him out. Probably. So, and that was no, my see, first time reading that one. So uh, I can do yeah. better next time. <laughs> that that's the thing though. Matt doesn't usually listen unless he's not on, and then he will listen to Intently. every second. And send us notes saying, oh, I would have said this here. It's like, dude, can't, why don't you listen all the time? That's right. <laughs> Not um, saying that I do, but Matt should. <laughs> you also should. Thank you. Yes. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we didn't get any new reviews this week. Everyone, you are running out of time to get one of these amazing custom Funko Pops. You need to get in, drop us an Apple review. Only two weeks to go. Luckily, it looks like we're only recording 
uh, one one episode next week. So you still do have two weeks to go uh, before we do the draw. So hurry, hurry up. Leave us your Apple review so you can go in the draw for one of these custom Funko Pops. Who knows? You can make yourself. You can make a community character. You can make any character you want because Dan- Dennis can do it. Just drop us drop us a review you'll go in the draw and who knows you might walk walk away with one of these amazing funko pops free free stuff guys yeah exactly. it'll only, it only take you five minutes to write a review it'll take dennis way more longer than that to actually create your funko pop so it's well worth it absolutely yeah. let's uh let's get into the episode we actually get some anthropology this week again what is <laughs> this two weeks in a row <laughs> Anthropology, 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 anthropology. Ah, yeah, we start this week in uh, in anthropology class, and he is uh, and he's giving a presentation about how uh, Paleolithic hunting tribes overtook early uh, agricultural civilizations. Duncan uh, observes it's an interesting answer. Answer. Annie just wants to know whether it's right or not. Duncan doesn't care. We've uh, we note that Duncan's already drinking, so we're we're getting <laughs> drinking Duncan again. He's back on the source, but uh, so far everyone's getting an A. Everyone loves this answer, except Annie. Yeah, and and he doesn't. And he says, "Are you sure everyone should be getting it, getting A's? Seems a little unfair to the, to the people that actually studied." Duncan, uh, Duncan tells everyone to throw paper balls at her until she sits down. She uh, very quickly sits down. What a teacher. What a teacher. You notice everyone else in the class is drinking as well. It's not just Duncan. At least he's a, he's a liberal yeah. teacher, you know, Sharon Cherry-like. Yeah. It's a party class. <laughs> Definite party class. Uh, so, yeah, because everyone threw, uh, threw paper balls at Annie, everyone now gets A-pluses. So... Class participation. I wonder if Annie would get an A plus as well for for getting hit by the balls, or whether she still only gets an A. <laughs> I wonder if she gets an A plus. Yeah, I would say so. Troy, uh, Troy uh, schmoozes up and says, "Professor Duncan, you're such a great teacher while you're drinking." Duncan is well <laughs> hammered and says, "Thank you, Daryl." Swing and a miss. <laughs> it, uh- here it would have been funny if he said, um, "Thank you, Donald." Yeah, actually, that would have been a good. Yeah, line. that would have been funny. <laughs> but I don't think uh, I don't think Troy thought through that because uh, he said he's okay. He can call me Daryl if uh, if he if he, if I get an <laughs> A plus. But he'll just give Daryl the A plus, and Troy won't get a mark. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, that's right. Albert goes to correct him, and Troy's just like, yeah. "The man wants to give Daryl an A. Let him do it." Yeah, that's right. Daryl gets an A, and then he gets his marks back. Going, shit! I got no marks. Fail. I've done Fail. this whole class, it. and I got no units. I created forty-five dioramas for no reason. <laughs> You got a DNC. Yeah. Always absent because there was somebody named Daryl sitting in a seat. That's right. <laughs> Daryl took one class and uh and, and iced it. Yeah. <laughs> we get a, a small interaction between Deal and Vicky that'll uh continue on. And uh Duncan uh Duncan makes a toast to the easiest school and the dumbest dean. 
<laughs> Jeff, uh, Jeff points out that who knew the ultimate blow-off class? Anthropology. Duncan, uh, Duncan calls out to Shirley and uh, asks why she's not drinking. Someone's cruising for an A-minus. Shirley points out <laughs> she's uh, clearly well pregnant at this point. Chang pipes up from across the room and says, Well, if it's my child, it's okay to have a drink or two. Chang babies love the sauce, you know. Alcohol and duck. As he adds some duck sauce to what I can assume is vodka. <laughs> and uh, and downs a shot. I, I've never had that one before, but I can't imagine it's good. No, I can't either. Um, just looking looking through my notes here, um, I have... I have a bit of a repetition across this episode of um, too much Chang, Ugg, Britta, and Pierce is a dick. I'm I'm going to pipe in um, throughout through, throughout this record and let you and you can see if you can work out which one of these earns the um, more more comment. Mm-hmm. So this is the first um, too much Chang. <laughs> Okay. Shirley, uh, Shirley points out that the child is not Chang's, it's Andre's. Chang's like, how do you know? Shirley says, because I don't see any locusts. And besides, a woman knows these things. Britta uh, pipes up. <laughs> Britta pipes up and says, women have a connectedness to their bodies that you would never understand. Jeff, uh, <laughs> Jeff points out she has a booger. She's like, I know. It's a part of uh, brilliant. me. As, uh, as Duncan continues teaching the class. Can we please do the exam? Question number two. How awesome is it that this class is fake? Yeah! yeah. Here is to never telling the dean. Hi! And that is what Jews do at weddings. Anthropology. (laughs) (laughs) Quick thinking there by Professor Duncan. Absolutely. Uh, Yeah. I don't know how he covers it with everyone else drinking, but, uh, yeah, some very quick quick thinking. Uh, Yeah. I I don't know. I just... (laughs) He's such a shit teacher. How is he still employed? Do you reckon they can get away with that joke these days? No. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's a segment where we have to uh, we have to have next season because we've yeah. said that a, a bit this year. Of uh, you know, it's, the show's ten years old, so mm-hmm. but a lot's changed in ten years. Yeah, I feel like yes. uh, my co-host Victor would have a problem with that one for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The uh, so that that leads into the uh into the credits, and uh, I hate to back clips up back to back, but uh, but I got another clip b- before we start. Any other any other comments on that first scene? No, oh, I think we got to no, cover. No, no cool. No, just, just um, I start the clip. Where one all with Chang and Britta, Pierce is yet to score. Okay. Uh, Professor Duncan, class, this is Mr. Jacobson. He's a writer who's doing a piece on me for Dean Magazine. Oh, Dean Magazine. I know, Magazine. right? Well, keep taking your exam. Don't let my presence distract you. 
I'm sort of a father figure to the kids around here for my outside-the-box approach to education. You know, like that film, Children of the Corn. Cup, professor. Nope. Proceed. He's <laughs> yeah. trying to hide in a flag. <laughs> the anthropology final. Yes. I, do you know what? I, I have left the exam paper in my office, but it is a real doozy. There is uh, an interactive element, a, a, a performance component, and I don't want to tip it, but uh, there may be a lump of clay ah. coming to everyone in the room. So, uh, toodaloo. Cheerio. As he then runs off down the uh, down the corridor. <laughs> that, that 30 seconds of dialogue is the most instructional design I think uh, Professor Duncan has done in that class. <laughs> Yeah. So true. He basically created a whole test out of thin air, and uh, that that probably would have flown in in an actual class if uh, if he'd applied himself. Well, the problem is, he's, he's the dean waits around, so yeah, he he kind of he's there for quite a period of time. Um, does he does he go and like clearly? I reckon he just gets in his car and leaves. But yeah, at some point <laughs> well, he's he expected him to away, come back yeah. with. One, a stack of exam papers, but yeah. also a whole bunch of clay because they don't have clay currently. <laughs> no. So he's done no preparation. I uh, I thought that would have ring alarm bells to any real Dean. Yeah. Um, <laughs> dean bothers me the most in this episode. I, I mean, I understand the, the reason for his storyline, but man, he, he's he's tedious in this episode. I don't, I don't mind Britta. Britta's just being Britta. Um Pierce is just being Pierce, but Dean's just being annoying in this one. He he wants to, so much to be loved and and accepted and respected, yet he does nothing to command any of those emotions. <laughs> no, is, yeah, he just he just wants it and then doesn't understand why he uh mm-hmm. why he why he doesn't get it uh, reciprocated. I yeah, would, I'm a good Dean. Dean magazine. It's <laughs> the first time we hear of Dean Magazine. I can't imagine that would be a great one. No. Well, I don't want to spoil the end, but I don't think it lasts very long. No. <laughs> no, I wouldn't have thought so. I got some notes on that one. But, uh, yeah, so after that, the, the Dean turns and says, well, we, this is a real, this is a real college. So after this, we should check out the World Food Festival in the parking lot. Starburn is just really shocked. We get a couple of weird Starburns moments. No way. <laughs> just don't kind of make sense in this one. Uh, the team says there are, there are lunch trucks with 18 different nationalities of food. You know what? Not different. Equal. Equal to whites. You know what? <laughs> Better than whites. I love that line. <laughs> just so wants to be so inclusive and then goes above and beyond trying to be inclusive. <laughs> Jeff, uh, Jeff says, "I think it sounds. Uh, I think it sounds like an awesome thing to do immediately. Uh, just trying to help the dean out and, and get rid of him. But the reader of Dean Magazine would love it. No, I do Every, too. Everyone agrees. Yeah, point point of uh, a clarification there. Jeff's not trying to help Dean. He's trying to help himself. <laughs> yeah, okay. He doesn't yes, care. That's fair Dean. enough. He doesn't give a fine fuck about Dean. Yep. Uh, I noticed that everyone has uh, has taken the alcohol off their." Uh, off their tables, mm. except for Troy's trying to sneak a little sip there. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, no, no juice. <laughs> good no, no juice. Uh, Mr. Jacobson says uh, he'd like to stay and check out the exam. Everyone groans. <laughs> Except for Shirley, who, uh, not quite a groan, but, uh, but she's like, oh. immediately pipes up and asks Shirley if she's okay. Shirley, Shirley thinks it's just a little indigestion she's been having uh, all morning. Chang says, you sure it wasn't a contraction? Shirley, uh, Shirley t- tells him, no, 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 it's way too early for any of that. The other two uh, kids came right on schedule, maybe even a little late. Jordan was in here so long, he came out with a driver's license. She's uh, trying to crack some jokes. <laughs> but Chang says, Chang babies are always premature. We gestate so fast because we obtain... Uh, we're better at obtaining nutrients. Some only eight months, depending on how much of the mother they eat. Too much Chang. That's good an understanding of, of uh, you know, a child's gestation. <laughs> he has a limited knowledge. Britta, uh, Britta comes and sits next to Shirley, though, because uh, she's noticed that she's uh, having some antacid. So Shirley, that's full of chemicals. I wouldn't expose your baby to that. Shirley points out she's uh, she's spoken to the doctor about it, and and he says it's safe. Britta says, "Let me guess, we paid for that. That study, big acid. Shirley, chew on some eucalyptus root. I know it sounds gross. I'm with you there. I'm with you there. <laughs> How do you feel about pig saliva, Brad? Ugh, just go away, brother. Also, eucalyptus root. That's very easy to get for us. Yeah, I can't imagine it's not here. Uh, yeah, I can't imagine it's too uh, too common uh, in Greendale. No, we we can get little vials of eucalyptus oil, like in in like essential oil shops and stuff like yeah. that. But I don't I don't know about eucalyptus root or it what was it leaves or whatever. Yeah, eucalyptus root. Chewing old eucalyptus root. She says, uh, it's got the same active ingredient as an acid. They just dress it up with a fancy name. Shirley, uh, <laughs> Shirley says, how dare they? Taking none of it. We, uh, we swap across to the other side of the, the classroom and, uh, Arbed's asking Troy if he wants to see a movie today. They, uh, they do their little, uh, high five and, uh, Pierce says, why do you guys do that? Do what? Oh, the, the high five. Yeah, it's, it's. I bet just says it's cool. Pierce, Pierce says how? She's like, I don't know. It just is. Pierce, uh, Pierce wants in on the handshake and uh, offers him a thousand dollars. They, uh, they have Pierce a quick a sidebar. Dick. Yes, Pierce is a dick. Troy says, uh, indecent proposal. Mm, okay, Woody, Demi, nice. They, uh, they had fun there. <laughs> Troy and Arbed. I love that little moment there. When they're like, ooh, indecent proposal. Who gets yes. to be Woody? Who gets to be Demi? And of course, yeah. <laughs> they uh, they never switch off those two, do they? No. No, no it's... And, and I, also... I, I, Go ahead. I was just going to say, I, I like I like this because thinking thinking ahead a little bit, I like where, where this goes and where it goes mm-hmm. with Pierce in the future as well. I, I oh, think yeah. it's 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 it, it's a good little part that they come back to. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say th- there's no rhyme or reason though for the kind of movies that Troy Troy and Abed geek out on. Like Indecent Proposal doesn't seem to be 
the kind of movie maybe they'd be watching, you know, they'd like their kind of sci-fi and, and all that yeah. stuff. Inspector well, Space Time. Everything. I know Tro- he's in Troy, not but so the much. Fact that, the fact that he and Troy know about this uh, thriller and decent, decent proposal is, uh, I don't know. It, it's, it's funny. It's hilarious. But, uh, and, and, and apropos for the story, but um, yeah, it just seems kind of out of out left of character, field yeah. for them. Yeah. Well, yeah. there is. Um, it is also a very, a very pop culture reference, so maybe not out of character, but. Well, like I said, I, I think it's very on brand for Arbit because Arbit just watches everything, anything he can get his right. hands on. But Troy, mm-hmm. I don't think that's in Troy's wheelhouse. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, there's a very long pause as uh, as everyone's sort of waiting for Duncan. <laughs> Pierce has, uh, has left uh, Troy and Arbed to their own devices for a little bit and uh, comes in behind uh, Neil and Vicky. Says, you two are going to fall in love? Very loudly. He's such a dick. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, it, makes them, uh, it makes them both very awkward. They both say no, but they're, uh, they're very awkward about it. Yeah. Enough we, to uh, cheat in the future, maybe? We, uh, <laughs> we go across to... <laughs> <laughs> back across to Britta and Shirley. They, uh, Britta's asking uh, Shirley all about uh, what she's considered in terms of childbirth, wondering if she's considered a natural one. She was like, are you kidding? I'll take whatever they've got. Epidural? <laughs> An epidural is a proper Christian woman's only chance of getting wrecked. <laughs> I like that she still wants to get wrecked, but her morals <laughs> say no. But it says, yeah, but from what I'm told, the real high is the endorphin rush of a chemical-free birth. I read an article that some women can actually achieve... <laughs> Shirley, uh, Shirley's having none of that conversation. Shirley says, you know, she knows what she's talking about, even if it were true. That's not something a woman does on her child's head. I, uh, I'm assuming that uh, <sighs> it's not... Um, it's not something you're in control of there. If it's happening, it's happening. <laughs> yes. But yes. I know very little about that. <laughs> but yes, we're, we're not we're not at liberty to comment. And to be honest, neither is Britta. She just needs to be quiet. But she read an article. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Jeff, uh, Jeff enters this discussion. Listen, backseat birther. Shirley's on her third seat. She doesn't need a 30-year-old slacker with two one-eyed cats governing her body. First of all, together my cats can do anything. Secondly, you disqualified yourself from this conversation the moment you decided to grow a wang. I regret nothing. I feel sorry for the airhead that you're going to knock up at the age of 70. You're going to be sitting in the waiting room playing solitaire on your Blackberry while a life is created 10 feet from you. Oh, and you're going to squat in a babbling brook and a beautiful star child is going to slide out on a ray of sunshine while your cats each half watch because you're so natural. Oh, boy. Okay, oh, boy. Can someone please get every mop on campus? Every towel? <laughs> Is that broken water? That's broken water! Chang, baby! Chang, baby! <laughs> uh, love it. <laughs> yeah. So there's, there's clearly a lot going on about the, a baby being created <laughs> 10 feet in front of you. And then a baby is being created 10 feet in front of you. 
and then both of them are oblivious to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, uh, Chang's clearly excited, thinks it's his. But uh, after last week uh, and, and all the uh, all the tension relieving, I guess you might put it, of the uh, the revelations of Britta and Jeff, and it has changed absolutely nothing. Yeah. Yeah. That Yeah, that was part of yeah, why I wasn't so keen on last week because it's like, oh yeah, we've made these massive res- revelations and they don't actually go anywhere. It's exactly the same. Yeah. They are they are still it hasn't changed. But it hasn't changed Jeff and they are still arguing. Yeah. But uh so we have a we have a quick commercial break there. Uh, anything you want to add to that one now? Um, so <laughs> we've got, uh, neighbors who, uh, are, are into that whole natural birth thing. Like they <laughs> oh, actually, God. the former neighbors, they don't live with us anymore uh, or live with, uh, beside us anymore, but a couple of years ago. So they had, they had two at home births with, uh, with, a uh, doula, I guess they're called. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. uh, and, uh, and it's great. I mean, no, no judgment there, but I remember cause you know, uh, I, I just remember when they were moving. Uh, this is around the time that, that my wife was was, uh, you know, uh, we were expecting our, our our second kid, and they were moving, and they had offered <laughs> they had offered uh, to leave us the the birth mattress if we wanted it, and I'm like, no, that's okay. You you go ahead, take it, burn it, do whatever you want. We don't fucking need it. <laughs> Your, your bloody birth mattress. Thank you very much. They were very. They were kind of an odd couple. Yeah, no, no, no it, thank you. So they continued to use the bloody mattress for what I can assume was a fair amount of time afterwards. I I don't know. Maybe they had it just tucked away and they only brought it out for births or something. Whatever. It's, but the fact that they called it the There's birth more mattress. Questions just, and answers. Yeah, so many, and I mean, they were they were uh, they're an odd couple. Like they were the kind of people who they dug up all of the plants in their garden and took them with them um, when they moved. They they did a lot of weird things. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we're, we're we're happy to to replace them with new neighbors, and uh, and the new neighbors were were much cooler. <laughs> Good. I'm I'm glad to hear that. Because if they're weirder than that, then we uh, then you've got bigger problems. That's one one yeah. problem with buying yes. a house that you are you can't control your neighbors. Right, exactly. No. You can't choose them, unfortunately. Not 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 yet, anyway. <laughs> no. I, I am very lucky. Like we bought our house only a couple of years ago, and that like that as I look out my window here, there's a there's a big white house next door, and those guys are fantastic. Like everyone around us is fantastic. I go to the football yeah. with with the guy next door. We play futsal together. We have a great relationship. I I don't know what I'd do if we just had neighbours that were snarky about everything. Uh, you just don't need that hassle. No. Really? No, you don't. We are uh, back after the uh the break though. We uh we jumped straight back into the action. Nice and easy, careful. Oh Papa God almighty, oh, this isn't happening. It's too soon. I don't want my baby's first memory to be Starburst. Oh, goodness. Okay, 
all right, this is not a big deal. <laughs> Wait, I mean, it is a big deal. It's just not a big bad deal. It's a big good deal. If I could have everyone's attention, actually would like not to have your attention. Okay, give me your attention. This student is having a baby. What am I talking about? You already know. Okay, here's, okay, here's what it is. I'm gonna go get my Prius. I'm gonna pull around the back and I'm gonna drive her to the hospital. Oh, I drive a Prius, which I think is pretty. Dean, go! Dean gone. <laughs> Dean gone. Dean gone. Ding dong. Ding dong. He has no idea. <laughs> Just so awkward. Shirley uh Shirley asked Troy to uh to call Sugar Boots, which is uh which is Andre. Uh, but that's what she's uh <laughs> she's got him saved as in his phone. And uh Troy takes that one personally for some reason. I think yeah. I missed something in there. <laughs> Yeah, I don't get that. Britta, uh, Britta says she'll get it because she's here for her. Ugh. <laughs> we, uh, we have a quick moment between uh, Vicky and Neil. <laughs> remember when we remember we came so close to having one class that wasn't all about them? Yeah, Neil says, remember that when they all took that fishing trip on St. Patrick's Day? Starburns joins in and says, God, that was a good week. So again, alluding to the the fishing trip that we didn't see in the clip episode last oh, week. It annoys me that we did not see that actual episode. Because it would have been a good episode. Yeah. So back uh, back to the front of the room with everyone else. Chang says this has to be a Chang baby. Changs are never born in hospitals. More like taxi cabs, hardware stores, bank lines, sewers was an interesting one. <laughs> and his nephew Jin was uh, was born on a treadmill. At a uh, belly total fitness, twenty percent incline. Too much Chang. Too, Too much Chang. chang. Yeah. Britta says that Sugar Boots says he'll meet us uh, at the hospital. <laughs> I love that she doesn't say Andre, but Sugar Boots. Yeah. Shirley, uh, Shirley just wants Chang gone. Chang says, "I'm staying. Nobody needs to freak out. I'm saying nobody needs to freak out. Sorry." Our chain is hardy to the core. We uh, we always come out healthy. That's why there's like a billion of us. Have you ever tried Googling me? It can't be done. Too much chain. Too much chain. Too many chain. Yep. <laughs> ben, uh, Eddie says, Ben, stop freaking her out. So he's like, hey, show me some respect. I might be that child's estranged father. What's that got to do with it, chain? Go, go, just go away. She, pregnant woman. You listen to the pregnant woman. Yes, but uh, oh yes, Pierce. Uh, Pierce definitely wants an answer about that handshake. Not concerned about the the childbirth in front of them, but wants an answer about the no. handshake. Well, what's it going to be? What? I want to buy the rights to your handshake. We have a deal. Pierce, we're about to take Shirley to the hospital. This is not the time. Oh, it's the time. Uh- According to my watch, it's uh, 1,000 o'clock. He's got all the cash. Deal. Great. <laughs> so how does it work? I don't know. We just kind of do it when one of us says something awesome. Yeah. All right. Betty Grable. I said Betty Grable. Takes a while for... Uh... Troy to come around. 
No. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. Do it. Do it. Make oh. your money poor. Who's <laughs> 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 Betty Grable? Yeah, that's the stuff. <laughs> that's the stuff. Pierce is a dick. So, who else had to look up Betty Grable? I had no idea. I, I, I the the name rang a bell. I knew that what she, that she was an old time actress and stuff like that. But I, I looked it up just to see how old time she was, and I feel like they really. I mean, I know Pierce is supposed to be old, but I feel like he's not Betty Grable old. But maybe I could no. be wrong there. No, I wouldn't have thought so. So I, I could because I no. looked it up. Uh, she was a mm. uh, an American actress, pinup girl, dancer, model, singer, did it all between uh, the 30s and 40s. So, right? Yeah. So that feels a little too early, even for Pierce. Yeah. Well, what do yeah, we know? I Pierce agree. Is- like I would have thought more of a, I don't know, Jane Fonda or maybe maybe younger, but or sorry, maybe slightly older, but Betty Grable. Yeah. Yeah, that's way too like that's that's past mm-hmm. prime Betty Grable. Yeah. Like maybe uh, who's the actress who played Ginger in Gilligan's Island? I forget her name. Um, but yeah, like maybe that. That sort you know, of that era, vintage. Yeah. Not, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, uh, Pierce. Yeah. I, and, yeah. He. I know he's he's supposed to be an, an a hole, and uh, in this one here, he's very much an a hole. I, I do feel it was. Sl- I mean, a minor detail, but it's slightly out of character for him because I feel of all of the 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 study partners there that he does care about. Uh, he cares mostly about um, uh, Shirley, and right now she's in the middle of giving birth, and this is the time he chooses to to mess with Troy and Abed. Like, really? Yeah, that's like, true. He's not, he's not very concerned about Shirley. Like, that seemed weird. That's yeah. true. But maybe yeah. it could also be because, like you mentioned, Brad, and this is kind of the decline of Pierce in terms of like he's going to get worse and worse and worse, and maybe this is just a. a <laughs> Uh, and you know some more evidence of that yeah yeah he's um yeah you're right on that and i didn't pick that up so he deserves a pierce as a dick for yeah you know not not like being a bumbling fool a bit like um chang and like trying to put in his you know trying to pierce help because that's what you'd expect um yeah. even even if he did that i think I, I would give him a pass but he's not even doing doing that so I got I got a question. Do you think this was premeditated, or is Pierce just always carrying around a thousand bucks in his wallet? Or oh, he's, he's, I think he's, he's always- planned this ahead, and so that's why he's got like it's it's inconvenient that Shirley is giving birth at this moment. He but he was planning on doing right. this today. Yeah, I can see that. I can see him. Yeah, like, I can see he, it. He, yeah, he's 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 resentful of this thing that Troy and Abbott have together, and he's he's promised himself that the next time he sees them do this, he'll he'll uh, pull the indecent proposal on them. And you're right, like the timing of it didn't matter because that's when he wanted to do it. Yeah, mm. it's convenient for us, obviously, the viewers, that it all happens yeah. in a nice little thirty-minute yeah. episode. But yeah, it's uh, that was kind of my thinking. Whether as as you mentioned about. Him doing it at this moment that's so key for Shirley, whether yeah. it's just happening, like he, he'd already set it up before all this started. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a, it's an interesting uh, theory uh, that 
you know, it would be in line with his character. But I also do think his character would be the kind of guy who would walk around with a thousand dollars in his pocket. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't I, I'm I'm torn either way, but that was my kind of my yeah. two schools of thought. We uh so we get uh we get any uh trying to calm Shirley down, telling her to take deep breaths and relax. <laughs> and uh trying to figure out where the dean is. They uh, there's a little bit going on, and they uh, they try to try to make uh, Shirley comfortable, but uh, Britta is very uncomfortable. <laughs> Although uh, Jeff trying to point it out doesn't really help her. She uh, she comes no. back with a "you wish" when uh, when Jeff asks, and uh, there's uh, yeah, Shirley is still um. Yeah, still kind of on the ground now, and you know, in in the middle of things. Yes. And uh, Arbet and Troy are recovering from uh, from the whole Pierce situation. Arbet says four hundred, five hundred. He's counting his cash. Troy says it's like a million bucks in dog dollars. I'm not sure it works the same with dollars <laughs> as it does with years. <laughs> No, I don't think so. Even if it did, I mean, seven times a thousand. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> isn't a million not, dollars. <laughs> no, not quite. So, um, yeah. Then they they then have this moment where they they do the clap, and uh, something's off. Pierce says, "Like uh, buying candy from a baby." They uh, they look to uh, they look to Pierce and says, "Troy, what what did you do?" It's like Troy, give him back the money. Pierce, uh, Pierce says, "No, no, no, money doesn't matter anymore. Once you've sold something out, you can't get it back." But you didn't even like our handshake. Uh, Troy, uh, Troy points out. Pierce says he hated it. Now it's gone. You two are dumber than Jackie Coogan. He divorced Betty Grable. I assume that's correct. I didn't actually look that up. Ah, <laughs> uh, let's say it's right. No. I feel like yeah, you know I what I, I feel like Betty Grable makes more sense than we know, uh, and uh, I can't remember in the timeline where you guys are at. Do you, have you met um, Pierce's father yet? No, not yet. No, okay. no, not yet. I feel I feel like when you meet Pierce's father and kind of learn more about how Pierce was brought up, maybe him kind of idolizing a 1930s slash 40s actress might make more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah I can see that. But uh, the uh, I believe the uh, the dean comes back in, and we've uh, we've got another clip of where where Shirley's at in the dean. Jeff Pierce tainted our special handshake with his blood money, and now we can't get the magic back. Holy crap, you two for real? Yeah. yeah. Nobody cares about your stupid handshake. A baby is coming out of Shirley's vagina two feet from us. Don't worry. Her contractions are still six minutes apart, so unless her cervix is dilated more than eight centimeters, we still have time to get her to a hospital. I delivered a baby earlier this year in the back of an SUV. What? Mm-hmm. What was that with that happen? I don't know. Off in the background. <laughs> oh, did you pull your car up? Uh, nice. No. It's been overturned. What? No. Okay, look. I don't want to alarm anyone, but the World Food Festival has taken a dark turn. I guess some national ethnicities don't play nice with others, and things have turned into a bit of a race. 
Kerfuffle. You mean riot? Uh, let's use kerfuffle <laughs> for now, okay, Mr. Winger? <laughs> There's a lot in that. <laughs> First off, I love when, when, when it. When Annie goes to call the ambulance and they say they can't make it there because there's there's a, a, a kerfuffle. A rice kerfuffle. <laughs> he looks. He's looking at uh, obviously the uh, the writer there for uh, for Dean magazine. But yeah, I love right. the callback to, uh, to earlier in the season where Abed delivers a baby in the back of an episode. Yeah, fantastic. That's so good. good. Yeah, this is one of those things that makes this show so great because that uh, episode the. I, I've seen probably, you know, I've probably seen all the community maybe once or twice through or whatever, but not until I, listening to your podcast did I even realize that in the backs in the background of that episode, uh, Abed was delivering, like listening to you guys, I'm like, really? I can't believe I missed that. And then I went back to watch it, to, to watch those scenes where Abed is like yeah. helping the, the woman give birth. I'm like, son of a, like, I never never caught that the first time yeah and they never they never call it back until they do and they just expect you to remember like yeah somebody like me like i heard that line the first time through going i don't know what he's talking about what what, what does he mean he d- delivered i'm just going to take him at his word that this happened off camera and camera but, yeah but it makes sense because like last week they do the clip show with all things mm-hmm. that didn't actually happen there's like you know that the clip of the um, of Jeff giving his speech has them with some cartel drug dealers, um, yeah. a haunted house, yes, the old west, yeah, some camping yeah. trip that never happened. Like, there's like seven or eight things that they mash right. together, so sidelines that we never see, and then they call yeah. it back with you know earlier in the in um the scene before with mm-hmm. oh the um St Patrick's Day rafting trip yes great so it could just be one of those things that we just never see yeah you're right yeah that's a good point so yeah again abed saying that he helped deliver yeah it could be one of those that uh, yeah another because they love messing with you when it comes to that kind of stuff right like makes you question and maybe maybe it's like a a a genius way of making people go back and re-watch episodes when they think they've missed something wait a minute when did that happen yeah when did the spaghetti western happen when did the (laughs) The St. Patrick's Day thing happened. I want to go back and watch that because that looks really funny. And yeah. Really <laughs> and even, you know, we we try to catch her as much as we can, but then we'll, mm-hmm. we'll do things and, you know, someone from our audience or, you know, like a Matt from communities or someone will go, you miss this. Yeah. Fuck, how did I miss that? Like, yeah. The, you know, well, that's there's how I was. references or... I missed all of that action happening in the background when Abed was was helping, because I remember that episode going. There's not enough Abed in this, like, because I yeah. love Abed. he's my favorite character, but of course he was in it and he was prominently in it, just in the background, which is yeah. so bizarre that they would do that. Yeah, and, and I love the fact it wasn't even just like simply delivering the baby; it was the whole whole story of it. Like, yeah, you know, she confronted him because he might be the father, and then him. Yeah, it was it was a whole storyline. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. <laughs> Without words. It was all like Without just, words. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. And yeah, uh it's just genius. How uh how poignant is it the uh the well, it's not really a race kerfuffle over in uh over in Europe, <laughs> but I thought that was quite poignant this week. Yeah, you, yeah. you shouldn't you shouldn't put the Borscht wagon right beside the pierogi hut. 
because uh, that's going to lead to some trouble. Yes. Yeah, there's uh, a race kerfuffle. Kerfuffle. Yes. Yes, trust, trust the Dean to cause a <laughs> kerfuffle at Greendale. Yeah, it's like clearly he didn't just get food trucks that were. We'll get a kebab stand, and we'll get a Mexican yeah. food truck, and we'll like we'll just get the general things. No, no, no. Let's get out of the eighteen nations. Let's get them all from uh, you know the Baltic region, and see if they all yeah. get along. Oh, don't forget the Koreas as well. Oh yeah, that's right. Well, that, yeah. That, yeah, that was a conversation. So. Who knew that North Korea and South Korean barbecue were so different? <laughs> We'll get there in a second. Um, but yes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the team points out to Jeff at the end of that clip. Uh, let's use kerfuffle for now, okay? Mr. Winger. He was just trying to feed hungry foodies. Uh, and he's going to call an ambulance. Oh, there are ambulances out there, calls the dean. Uh, points out the dean, sorry. They're overturning those two. I mean, I didn't even know there was a difference between North Korea and South Korean barbecue. I mean, much lasted longer than the war, right? Am I right? Get over it. The uh, the guy is still writing everything down. He says, don't print that. Let's just quit jotting. Quit. Stop writing! He, uh, he then yells at the guy. Um, there is a there is a distinct difference between North Korean and South Korean barbecue in the fact that the North Koreans don't have stuff to barbecue. <laughs> If we've got knit listeners in North Korea, I'm fucking impressed. <laughs> true, very true. Yeah, how'd you get through the wall? That's right. <laughs> so I'm not too worried about their backlash. No. But uh, yeah, so and he says uh, 911 is going to take over an hour because of the race kerfuffle. Shirley, uh, Shirley is still in pain and, and trying to uh, push out a child. Jeff turns to Arbed because uh, clearly Arbed's got experience. Arbed says, what do we do? No, Jeff says, Arbed, what do we do? Arbed uh, says, Shirley, pretend I'm saying this an assuring, reassuring, non-robotic <laughs> voice. We're not going to make it to the hospital. Shirley says, yes, I am. I'm going to have this. Uh, this baby at a hospital with my husband and the father of my baby. Shang says, unless that father is me. In which case, what you need to do is elevate your legs over your head while facing the northeast corner of the room, but try not to look at the door, okay? That's bad luck. Shang babies are very superstitious. Also, if you can visualize a rabbit riding a dragon, it increases its chances of winning the lottery. Lots of help from Shang. I thought that was very Chang. I, I enjoyed that little bit. Chang no, trying to provide too. lots of, you know, oh, just just relax, just have it here. Chang babies do all this sort of stuff. By the way, you need to do this, 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 and this. <laughs> uh, Abed tells Ben to go and stand in the corner and uh, turns back to Shirley and says, okay, we're going to have the baby right here, right now. She's like, okay. Um... Abed tells Troy to get every blanket and coat you can find. Anything soft for Shirley to lie on. Annie, need you to call Andre. Tell him to meet us here instead. Britta says, what can I do? Stop rubbing her shoulders. As uh, she says, she starts rubbing her head. Ugh. Shirley says, what are you doing? Being natural? Too much Britta, Brad? 
having fun. She's, yeah, she's so useless. Don't want a shoulder rub from Britta? Uh, I do. I don't care. I, I would, do. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't um, mind at all. Hubbard says, Jeff, help me move Shirley to the ground. So they uh, they uh, they lower Shirley to the ground. Hubbard says, okay, I just need to uh, look and see how far along you are. As uh, he goes to stick his head under Shirley's, uh, Shirley's skirt. Shirley's like, oh, no, 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 Hubbard. I don't feel comfortable. You're taking a grand tour of my nethers. I'd prefer if it was one of the girls. Britta volunteers very quickly. She's very good at looking, apparently. She says, I'm here for you, Shirley. Okay, what do I need to do? Abed tells her, you just need to look and see if the baby's head has reached the cervix. She says, uh, no problemo. Sticks her head under and uh, immediately goes to throw up. <laughs> Ugh, she is so useless. <laughs> yep. She was so confident and apparently it's all natural. Don't worry about it, Britta. <laughs> She can't handle it. The uh, the dean's like, okay, not to worry. This kind of thing happens all the time. Mister Jacobson, the uh, the writer, says, "Are there lots of babies born in classrooms?" The dean, uh, the dean says, "Well, a lot more are conceived." <laughs> no, poor. That, that's off the record and not true. Sort of. Sort of. <laughs> it's good. How many babies are conceived in classrooms at Greendale? Probably more than you think. Oh, I think so. I think I think that I, Greendale's the kind of place where dreams go to die, and uh, yeah. I think sex uh, ed has a very different interpretation at Greendale if they offer that <laughs> class. I'd be shocked if they offered that class, I gotta say. Abed, uh, Abed uh, calls Annie, and Annie's like, okay, gotta go. Abed says, okay, due to an unforeseen conflict of genitals, I've been disqualified from delivering Shirley's baby. So I'm going to have to walk you through it. And he says, uh, I can't deliver a baby. I'm not properly prepared. I need to take a class or read a book or shadow a nurse. At least have my mom hug me first. Oh, God. God, I'm seeing spots. uh, (laughs) Oh, poor Annie. Yeah. Shirley, uh, Shirley is still in pain and uh, and giving birth as she's uh, muttering bits and pieces. Abed says, uh, either way, someone's got to calm her down. The dean says, I got this, Shirley. Look at me. Look at my face. Connect with me. <laughs> Shirley, uh, yeah. Shirley's like, what the hell? The dean's like, I don't know what to do. He just... <laughs> he tries so ha, hard. Ha! Ha! Yeah, the dean has absolutely. I think, I think no that was her, her her dumb attempt to try to take Shirley's mind off the fact that she's in severe pain, and yeah, yeah, misguided, very misguided. So, uh, quite surprisingly, Shirley, uh, Shirley calls for Chang. Where's Chang? What's up, baby? You said Chang babies all come this way. Yep, like a bullet from a gun. And they're all. Okay. Hell yeah. More than okay. Super babies. Seven generations of little scrappers born in the worst conditions you can imagine. Tell me, 
My cousin slid out feet first in a pickle barrel. My uncle was born during the rainy season in a Mongolian sheep pasture. My brother, hmm, born under a crowd of noodle bar while my grandfather finished his happy dancing shrimp. Nothing can stop us. Not the hurricanes, not the communists, not the feds, not the Girl Scouts. What are you doing? Get in there. Me? Forget it, I'm the worst. No, that's a discussion for a different time. Look, Britta, there is something in you that wants to take care of people so bad that you'll do it until you puke. That's what Shirley needs right now. Are you saying I'll be a good mom? <laughs> what? No. <laughs> you will really force anything, won't you? Get in there and force that baby out of Shirley. Step aside, people! Ready for the win! Ah. <laughs> uh, are you saying I'll be a good mom? But like Jesse. <laughs> and just Jess reaction. Gold. <laughs> This is where a streaming show, I feel like Jeff's rea- response would have been, fuck no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Britta says, uh-huh. uh, okay, I'm ready. Abed, walk me through this. Abed says, on each contraction, you need to tell Shirley to push. But it's like, that's it? Well, don't tell any doctors this, but at this point, the bus pretty pretty much drives itself. Shirley, uh, <laughs> Shirley wonders who's the bus in this scenario. This scenario. <laughs> so there, there's a lot of telling, uh, telling Shirley to push for a while. Encouragement. Uh, Britta says the head's coming out. Abed says now feel around the neck for the umbilical cord. Britta says there's no cord. Jeff says uh, I think that's a good thing, Britta. <laughs> but it's like oh, I'm nailing this. You're doing great too. She uh, she points out to uh, to Shirley. They ask for uh, for more Chang stories. I, I don't know how that's uh, reassuring, but uh, Chang obliges. Chang says something. World War Two. Lots of a lot of us were rounded up in labor camps, moaning mice mostly. Hundreds of Changs were born underneath the earth. Uh, most spent their first five years underground, but uh, but then Andre arrives. Hey, I'm here. It's okay, ma'am. We can take it from here. Guys, I got it. I'm in the zone. Come on, Shirley. Come on, Shirley. Come on, Shirley. Push it. Push it. Push it. It's baby Greendale. You guys don't have to name it that. I don't claim that power. I'm merely the deliverer. Focus. Oh, Doy. Baby Greendale. Doy. Person. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing about it. Are you sure it's yours, baby? Yes. It's definitely his. I never told you this part, but all Changs are born with tails. <laughs> and Chang went from, uh, uh, you know, comforting and reassuring Shirley back to being Chang again with the tail comment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I give him a give him a pass on that last. Last couple of scenes, he was he was helping Shirley, being asked to as well, and he did all right. And so did Britta. She got a bit of redemption. She didn't bitter it, which is which was also nice. So, um, yeah. So, uh, so we find out that Shirley's baby is uh is not Andres, which uh which calls into question the uh the notes that Arbed took, because Arbed did the math and worked out there could only be one one father. So just just calling that back. 
Yes, yes. I, I, I agree with you there. But, uh, yeah, so probably good news for uh, for Shirley there that it's not um, it's not uh, Chang's baby because that could have been messy. Also, the whole tail situation. Britta, uh, Britta cuts the uh, the umbilical cord, and uh, Troy and Arbet high five again. And then they uh, they share a moment. I said, "Did that just happen?" It's back. Troy says, "Never left." Shirley says, uh, "Oh, we did it, Sugar Boots." No, you did it, baby. Says Andre. Smooth talking. Chang says, congratulations, sir. After a fierce campaign, I happily concede this baby to you. Pretty classy of me. It, it almost <laughs> was. Except you don't concede a baby. Like, he's just the father. No, it, well, A, you don't yeah. concede the baby. And B, if you do something classy, you don't talk. You don't you, Yeah, you don't say, point yeah, it out. Yeah, that was pretty classy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I've given him a pass on that one, too. He, he, he's, he's done all right. Well, so it's not a campaign. It just it is or it isn't yours. <laughs> yeah, there you can't is, sway the vote, you know. Yeah, that's right. Down there, to the last there is one vote that counted, and it was a sperm. Yes. Shirley, uh, Shirley's like, "Thank you, Chang. Couldn't have done this without you." Shirley, uh, Shirley turns to Andre, says, uh, "I think, I think I want to name him after Ben." This, uh, this is really surprising for both Chang and uh, and Andre. Shirley says, uh, yeah, I mean, I may not be, uh, you may not be his father, but you help bring him into the world. And I was like, all right, well, we have our own little baby, Ben, Bennett. Shirley, uh, Shirley hasn't <laughs> thought that one through. Ben, Ben Bennett? Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, damn. Uh, she breathed it. She breathed yeah. it. She says, "Oh no, no, that's fine, Ben Bennett. Oh hi, Ben Bennett. Is she's uh, she's got the baby? I note that the uh, the baby has a surprising amount of hair. Yeah, that that baby looked uh, very um, uh, I don't know what the word is, but yeah, very much out of the womb for a very long time. <laughs> yes, well, I guess I can't steal a, a very fresh baby and bring it onto a, a film set. I guess, but so. yeah, I thought that they could have at least maybe at least." At the least, Photoshop the hair to hair out. But <laughs> well, I know. I mean, you know, there are babies that are born with full heads of hair. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just yeah, it, it clearly looked like uh, it was not a not a fresh baby. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Looked older than mine. He was born eight months ago. Chang's <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, oh look, he said Chang. Nope. No, he didn't. Both up, both <laughs> both Andre and uh, and Shirley confirm that. And uh, then we have uh, we have Jeff to to sum things up. See, nothing to it. Yeah. Can you believe that's how we come into this world? Screaming, crying, covered in crap, and then somewhere along the lines, we get it into our heads that we're destined for greatness. We are. I just yanked a little dude out of my friend. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we passed anthropology. Look at how teeny his hands are. They're so little, right? And his fingers are like good and plenties. I know, I want to eat them. Which is lame. Totally. This has been quite a day. 
You can expect a cover story in the next issue. In a good way, like an article about what a good dean I am. Absolutely. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> I did it? I did it. I am a good dean. <laughs> I'm a good dean. I am a good dean. <laughs> <laughs> Then uh, that little that's that um, last little bit there is uh, the cover of uh, Magazine Monthly. I note that it's uh, Volume Twenty Three, Issue Eight. Dean Magazine shuts uh, shuts down after two issues. Worst <laughs> idea from magazine ever is what it says. There's a there's another couple of uh, lines on it saying that uh, paper or plastic, new printing guide, uh, wood pulp, wood pulp everywhere. Sustainable publishing comes of age, and uh, World Wide Web, faux or fad. So that's uh, that's what Monthly Magazine is publishing uh, back ten years ago. I feel like right? mo- Monthly Magazine isn't long for this world either. No. <laughs> <laughs> Next issue, Monthly Magazine closes down. <laughs> magazine to monthly, a, uh, sorry. Yeah, coming to a doctor's <laughs> waiting room near you. Yeah. Then, uh, then we get the uh, the credits. Are you sure you want to do this? I know people do it in movies all the time, but there are bound to be real-world consequences. I know, but if we take that test today, we are definitely going to fail it. Okay, let's do it. Standing in front of the, uh, the fire alarm. And the whole thing comes off the wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they run away. Oh, no. What are you guys doing? I just show it to the dean. Cancel school today or tell everybody about this. <laughs> Deal. Deal. I love the dean just sticks it back on the wall. Back. Yeah. <laughs> How is it not attached by anything? Is it magnetic? <laughs> that looks like Velcro or, or tape or something, yeah. As a, I love that that post credit scene. It was really good. But yeah, <laughs> it is. That good. doesn't work well audio wise, but uh, but yeah, no, it visually doesn't. it's so good. Just the the look on their yeah. faces, and I love Arbet's thing of this. This will have real world consequence. Like he's actually semi thought this through and said, "If you really yeah. want to do it, we can do it." But yeah. you sure? Okay, great. <laughs> and of course, Greendale doesn't work. <laughs> no. <laughs> But yeah, first uh, first thoughts on the episode as a whole. Al, you're our guest. I'll let you go first. Uh, this was a lot of fun. I loved this episode. Uh, like uh, it seems like so long ago, but uh, I loved um, um, Professor. Um, uh, Reminding his name again, uh, the the drunk professor. He's uh, great, Duncan. Duncan, that's it. Um, he's great. Um, uh, everything about it, I love the indec- indecent proposal. I love it whenever they do kind of call, you know, uh, callbacks to to pop culture references like that. Uh, they're they're a lot of fun. Uh, Piers, uh, yeah, just strong, strong episode. My favorite. Uh, I don't know if I don't want to jump the queue, but uh, I think Abed was my favorite on on in this episode. I love the way he took charge and uh, and tried to comfort uh, Shirley and. Shirley did a great job too. I think everyone was was really well like suited for their parts in this one. The only kind of annoying character 
for me in this one was Dean. I think he was just really annoying. Like the others were annoying, but they were annoying in their in in their way. Uh, Chang, I loved how comforting he was until he wasn't, <laughs> and so that's that's par for yes. Chang. <laughs> Brad, what do you uh, what do you think? Yeah, I I enjoy this episode. I I think I like this one much better than last week. Primarily, like it it it's been a couple of uh, like season ending episodes in a row and uh, I find this one much stronger than last week um, because yes, it developed a bit last week, but aside from like the, the clips and things here and there, it was kind of a roundabout episode. Whereas this one flowed well all the way through. And um, I like the juxtaposition of they're studying anthropology and here's a, you know, mm-hmm. fundamental anthropologic moment that they go through. So um yeah i i quite enjoy it i'll i'll watch this i'll flick this on to watch it as opposed to just um letting it or bypassing it so it it ranks fairly high for me it's not not the greatest but it's a good good fundamental uh episode for community yeah is this what they would call a bottle is it a bottleneck episode or a bottle Bottle whatever it's it all takes takes place in one uh yeah. spot you know with all the characters and there's not a lot other than what they're doing not not a lot else happening right yeah yeah, yeah. it would be a bottle episode kind of yeah. hadn't thought of it that way but uh yeah it, it to me it really like it moves the story on so much like it hmm. it's a really good episode for where it's at in the season like we've got two episodes left and no real spoilers but the uh the next two episodes are kind of all could be one episode um so this really sets up for wrapping everything that's happened up in this in the this season um closing off the what was remaining of those plot points especially the uh the Chang Andre Shirley baby situation so yeah that, that closes that up nicely so we can move that along and it's mm. and it's kind of I wouldn't say it's setting up next week, but it, it finalizes any other through points for the story, as well as reflecting back on a few other bits and yeah. pieces. You know, like we said, the more you remind me of, of what's 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 to come, the more it makes me think this is a classic bottle episode because because the next two are you know two parts not. and and, and they're <laughs> yeah exactly they're decidedly not <laughs> bottle episodes. So this one's kind of like. You know, save the the rest of the budget for these last two episodes. But yes, still, there's a lot that went on in this. That, like you're right, especially the, tying up the major storyline of whose baby it is and and stuff like that was definitely important. Mine's mm. I get yeah, the uh, the pregnant my, Shirley out of the way as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. My my only not not really complaint, but um, where the and what happens in the next two episodes. Um, these past two episodes have kind of put a real kind of stopper on the um, uh, Pierce storyline. Like we had that that big push through the middle of the season of um, everyone just despising Pierce and that's mm-hmm. kind of really dropped away in these past two episodes and it kind of, without spoiling next week, there's a little bit to do in that. You kind of lose a bit of that. Um going into the next episode 
He's still I don't know. A I think, I think Pierce. Dick, but. Yeah, I think yeah. Pierce is kind of a, a dick in this one, and uh, and I think uh, because again, I think my earlier point where it was Adam considering what was going on with Shirley for him to completely ignore that and and kind sure, of sure be that dick towards Troy and Abed in that moment. Uh, he could have done that anytime, and he did it then. So I think it, it's uh, yeah, I think it's um, in line with what's about to happen. That's yeah. true. So there is a, there is no old white man says this week because Matt didn't. Mm. Excuse me, Matt didn't send one through. We uh, we asked him to, and of course, he prepares thoroughly for this podcast. So. <laughs> He uh he he did not send any clip any suggestion of what it would be. Well played, Matt. So in honor of that, because I know he'll probably listen to this. Schmitty, <laughs> Schmitty, <laughs> get me a switch. So enjoy that, Matt. <laughs> we'll uh we will move on. Um, Brad, how uh how do your votes go? Yo, 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 pop, pop. Easy, sugar bear. You're into me. I beg your unbelievable pardon. Well, th- I think this week it's going to be pretty easy to distribute the votes. So, Jack, throw us a drum roll, please. One point this week, I'm going to give it to Abed. Two points I'm going to give to Chang and three because you'd be heartless if you didn't. You have to give it to Shirley. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh that's fair enough. I I, uh, I, I think um, I hardly agree. Yeah, I, I think it's 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 a pretty, pretty easy give for uh, I would say Shirley, obviously. And even Chang. Chang I did give two to because although Although I said there was, he went too much into being Chang and Chang's history, and even when Shirley didn't want to hear it, the fact that he then was there to support her through it really, I thought was a good, um, a good outcome for his character. And yeah, I, I enjoyed that. And then the next point was hard to to sway between. Uh, Britta and Arbed because Britta did get a bit of a redemption, but Arbed was just was clinical, and even though he got a bit um, played by Pierce, he still was the person that um, helped Shirley deliver a baby. Without Arbed, there would have been, you know, who knows what, what would have happened. Um, so, I, I think um, Arbed definitely deserves the the one vote there. And um, what do you guys? think in regards to who were your tips this week well i mean i mentioned abed was was definitely one of my favorites in this episode um and uh and i kind of i kind of liked chang um he was fun he was funny he was supportive when he had to be and then you know he went back to being chang um <laughs> at the end there but uh for a while there he was almost redeemed and uh yes was, yes so uh, yeah, I think uh, for this episode, I'd give those two nods and and um, and Shirley. Shirley was good too, just reacting with everything that was going around her. You know, that's that can't be an easy part to play when when you know you've got a 
well, when you're in labor and you, you've got to react to everything. And some of her, her responses, like, especially when, uh, was it the line uh, that the bus drives itself? And she's like, uh, and who, would, who would the bus be in this situation? But like, that was just hilarious. I love, she, she's got the, she's got a knack for, for just have, applying the right amount of rage, uh, rage yes. undertone in, in her lines. They're, they're so good. So yeah. very good. Like at, at times she can yeah. be uh, very judgy and, and all that sort of stuff. But when she plays this sort of role, very yeah. well. Like, yeah. and I, I yeah. think she has a much stronger season three than she does season two. Um, mm. But I know that's jumping ahead. But I think in this season, it doesn't really suit her too well. Um, but I think I think the, be- the there is better Shirley to come. But yeah, in the, you're right. In this episode, she she juggles it very well with the, you know, I know we skipped over a lot because there's just a lot of moaning and groaning and stuff, and I guess that's childbirth. Mm-hmm. But you know how she plays that makes it very uh very hard to to comment on and podcast. But yeah, she does it really well. Like she steps up yeah. when she needs to. There's always there's always constant noise in the background, like you mentioned. Al, it's a bit of a bottle episode, so everything's happening in one room. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter whether it's Arbet and Troy talking with Pierce. There's always moaning and groaning in the back. So, yeah, she, she does yeah. that real well. So, yeah. um, considering we, um, Matt couldn't be bothered showing up today, um, falls on myself to throw the red card, and I think we know yeah, where the red unanimous. card's going this week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Off to Pierce. Pierce needs to be sent off. And I, I have a sneaking suspicion it may not be the last time this season. Just 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 a bit of an inkling. Can, can we give Duncan a yellow for doing a runner? Yeah, yeah, I think he deserves <laughs> yeah. that. Totally uh, took yep. it off. <laughs> Although I kind of do respect it as well. <laughs> oh, nice call, ref. Bite my banger. Excellent. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't think that's uh, that's there. Uh, in terms of our ratings, um... makes sense to me. You know who else it made sense to? Say Hitler one more time, and I'm giving you a two. Meow 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 beans. Al, uh, meow meow beans. Yeah, Al. How uh, how did you find your rating for this uh, this week? One to five. One to five. I'll give this a. Can I do halves? I think I give this like a th- three and a half. It's it, it's a strong one, but not you know like I don't know if I go four because four is kind of reserved to you know for really good ones, and then five is like but so I give it like a three and a half. If you allow me halves, if if you don't, then I'll, well, we, I'll, I'll we give generally it a, a don't because we uh, we go okay. Off I'll three, give uh, it a three then. Okay, I'll give it a three. Yeah, well, the, the rating the... system on the app that we reference is uh, is only whole numbers. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Uh, the uh, community community over at IMDb have given it an 8.0 out of mm. 10. So that'd be four meow meow beans. And um, Jack and I have gone a bit higher than Al for this one. We've both given it a four. So I, I think we're still about right because if like you were saying three and a half, for me it would be on the lower end of a four spectrum. Um, yeah. So because – I feel like a four, yeah. I feel like it's not quite at a four, especially because I think it is a bottle episode, right? It's it's yeah. So um, I can't give it too much more than that. Yeah, 
I think that's pretty fair too. As opposed to the your, your thoughts, that we Jack? get earlier in the season, which uh, which is really good with the, uh, the yes. missing Annie's pen episode, even though that's oh, a bottle. Yeah. Like, that's a fantastic bottle. This is more yeah. of a wrap-up, set-up. Yeah. Um, exactly. Yeah, it's not really a stand. That one there, I give a, a, a strong four, and, and the only reason it's not a five is because there's not enough pillow forts there. <laughs> <laughs> or, or or paintball guns or whatever. Like, <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah. As uh, as Brad mentioned, I give it a four. It's a it's a solid episode. It's uh, yeah. It's quality community. Like it's not it's not that next level stuff that we uh that we do get, but it's it's a it's a quality episode. Yeah. Uh, we did get some more uh some more Twitter followers this this last week, which was really nice. We got uh, another Aussie, actually, Nathan uh, Nathan Titlaw uh, from Perth. Um, I assume he, he liked us now yep. that he can uh, have access to the internet now that the borders are back open. <laughs> <laughs> Inside Shame. Australia joke. Um, we, got, uh, we got a Jordan who uh, is in love with Gwen Stacy, apparently. Uh, we got Tyler Owen from Shirley, Oklahoma. And uh, we got Fetch Don't call from me Seattle. Fetch from uh, Seattle, Washington. So, um, thank you guys for uh, for jumping aboard and giving us a follow on on Twitter. Uh, we we really appreciate it. Uh, before we do ours, Al, do you want to shout out all your socials? Uh, sure. Uh, we keep things simple. It's at Produstand Pod uh, on all platforms: Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, even TikTok. Um, and yeah, we are Letter Kenny after show um so if you enjoy that show or if you've never heard of it check it out because it's it's damn funny it's a canadian uh, comedy about small town hicks and uh um it's it's great and brilliant and uh, we love it and yes come on by and check it out yeah i'll, uh, I'll second that matt and i are both a big fan of uh of letter kenny we've mentioned that a few times so if you haven't seen letter kenny definitely give it a watch and if you enjoy podcasts eh, they do a pretty good job well, thank you. And also, the, I mean, the, I know sometimes the language can be a barrier because, uh, because um, you know, they use a lot of Canadianisms that uh, people may not understand outside of Canada. Half the half Canadians don't understand what they say. Uh, <laughs> that's why our podcast is so good because we will explain those those to you and uh, and translate wherever we can. I must say that has helped me out a few times. I might laugh at the joke, but I don't necessarily get the whole thing. Yeah, and then you explain a bit more, and about oh, I get a bit more of that. So. Yeah. Are you are you the Troy in that situation, Jack? You're just yes. laughing. <laughs> Don't laughing have to have it explained. <laughs> you laugh because it sounds like, it sounds funny. Uh but then when you understand it, it, you know, nothing beats a joke that needs to be explained though, right? Like <laughs> slowly and loudly. No. Um yeah. <laughs> uh, but we are uh at Greendale uh at Gdale Human Pod. On, uh, on Twitter and Instagram, Greendale Human Podcast on Facebook if you want to go find us there. Um, as Brad mentioned before, there is still the uh, still the Apple reviews. Only a couple of weeks left. Go in the running. Yep. Win an awesome pop. Um, in other news that we'll, uh, we'll throw at the back here, Brad and I uh, very shortly are going to be launching a uh, an F1 podcast. 
with another friend yes. of ours, Andrew. No Matt, because he's not really into the F1s. Um, I know we quit the sports talk out of the top end of our podcast, but uh, yeah, if you're interested in, in the F1s, as uh, as Brad and I are, Let Them Race is going to be a new, uh, new F1 podcast launching in the next couple of weeks. So uh, we have a yeah. Twitter and Instagram and all that sort of stuff, at Let Them Race pod uh, at let them race is is there or our email is at uh at let them race pod at gmail so if you want to send us an email and reach out you can do that um but otherwise that's uh that's about all the time we have this week thank you very much al for coming on even though there is uh and stepping into the the shoes of of matt at the top of doing our ad read and uh yeah, thanks for that. Being an awesome guest again. Again, congratulations on your 100 episodes. We are a fair Thank way you. behind that. Yep. It, three episodes and we're at um, 50, so. Well, you'll get there a lot quicker than we did, and, and it'll be easier for you because there's so many community episodes. <laughs> yes. yes. You guys are now kind of treading water waiting for new content. Yes, yes. We're, we're in that holding pattern where we're now ha- having to get creative. But uh, I'm looking forward to... Just some stuff coming up. We've got some uh, cast member re- interviews that w- lined up, and uh, I've got some other ideas. But plus, there's oh, a, awesome. a holiday episode coming up, the uh, International Women's Day, uh, which Americans are really upset because Hulu hasn't announced it yet. But it's available on Crave in Canada. I'm wondering, have you heard anything about it down in uh, in uh, Australia? Uh, I haven't been bothered to look because I know that I'll probably be able to access Crave somehow. So right, oh, okay, good. That's my uh, that's my theory there. But I don't know if it's actually on SBS is who hosts mm-hmm. Letterkenny down here, and I haven't actually looked up whether they're getting access to that because I don't know whether they get it from Crave or they get it from Hulu where they license off. Right. So right. I'll have to uh, I'll have to look that one up. But I am excited to uh, to watch that one. Yeah, it looks like it might be fun. Yeah, Brad, anything else you want to shout out before we uh, close out? Um, just um, quick mention on our upcoming Formula One podcast. Jack and I are n- by no means um experts, so uh, if you're brand new or wanting to get into Formula One, join us because we know a little bit, and we're just coming at- to it from a fan perspective. So um, you can gush along with us. But back on the GDAL Human Podcast train, um, it's been great having you along this week, and make sure you come back next week for. A fistful of paintballs. I'm excited. I hope you are too. Yes, and we get a uh, we got a special guest next week of uh, of Chad, who is also a uh, a big fan of uh, Projistan, and who was on the Ag Hall Social last night. So if you want a, a sneak peek oh, yeah. of awesome. meeting Chad, you can uh, you listen to their podcast this week. Uh, but yeah, so we're very excited. We should have Matt back next week as well. Um, he's uh, he's in for the next Shmitty. couple of weeks, which is. Uh, Fantastic, because we uh we only have two weeks of of season two left to go. So very much uh looking forward to that. But that's about all the time we have tonight. Uh, we have been and will continue to be Greendale Human Podcasters. We'd all like to thank you all for listening. Well, Jackson Jills, that's about all the time we have tonight. Yeah, until next time, may your dreams be sweet and your nightmares be spooky, monster scary, and not grandma died scary. Troy and I bed in the morning. Night.